Previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. My favorite beer is the beer that's in front of me. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that is good a answer. great motto. And if that means you're on a boat and uh, inside the cooler on the boat is a nice Budweiser in a bottle that's in the bottom and it's ice cold, well, that's the beer I'm drinking. If that's All right. what's Where do you land on Sam Adams? to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Hey, Littles. Littles. Roxy. Yeah, Chuck. We're a little late today. Oh. Not our fault, though. (laughs) Okay? So here's the thing. No big show yesterday. Littles, the stress that Chuck has been under. (laughs) Like... It's... (laughs) It's stupid (laughs) stress that I put on myself. It is. But, I mean, all right, so I started this thing. It's because he loves all of you and wants you all to be happy. (laughs) Well, and also because out of respect for the big show. Yes, Okay, now we've been told many times that we shouldn't even worry about that. Yeah. They're fine. I don't think they would ever be upset. Obviously, we're not pulling, like, major listenership away from their podcast or anything like that. But it's just, it's something I started from the beginning, and I hold to it, and it means something to me, kind of. We're going to get into my, (laughs) uh, why I can't be a bad person. Yeah. All around. But it's something I created in the beginning, and it's just out of respect for the big show. Yeah. We don't want anyone listening to us on the days the big show come out until yeah. you're done with them. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. After I mean, you're you done do with, what you want, but yeah, but the point of it was to not, not to step on them yes. because without them, there wouldn't be us. Exactly. So it's something that I hold dear to my heart. And so we don't even drop episodes yeah. on the same day that they do right. to even tempt you sure. to click listen. Right. Okay. Even though they might be ready. Okay. <laughs> well, they didn't do an episode yesterday. Right. Understandably, because it was a holiday. Yes. And so I kind of assumed that they would do a Tuesday episode. Right. Now, they don't always, but no. usually when there's no Monday, there's a Tuesday. And, and we also understand things in personal lives, whatever. We don't know. I mean, maybe he's taking a long holiday. Yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. Point is, I wasn't sure. <laughs> so I'm sitting here like at 1030. Like, do I drop? That's when we usually like to click drop because that's when they right. drop. Make right. it similar for the listenership. Right. We weren't sure. So I didn't want to take a chance. We had about a half hour long production meeting. Like, are we going to do this? Are, are we, we not going to do this? What are we this? doing this week? Right. Mm-hmm. And so we just decided to hold off because there was the one day where I did drop normal time. Yeah. And all of a sudden, an hour later, they dropped. Yep. And so I was like, oh, crap. So I took it down. <laughs> and of course, people made jokes about it like, oh, and you know, a lot of people loved it. They, we got really positive feedback on that day yeah. saying, oh, it must be a holiday, big show and little show in the same day. So you got away with one there, and I felt bad, and of course yeah. I apologized to the big show, and it really, I'm sure it wasn't a big deal. But I don't even it's know just, if they heard that. Probably but. not. It's just my <laughs> thinking of out of respect for the big Absolutely. show. It's my ethical Little side. Chuck is just a good, honest, decent human being. Well, that's why I'm with him. And I can't tell you how many people are like, I wish you weren't like that. You know, because <laughs> I know. know. Kind of happened with my job yep. situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to do some cleanup first. And yeah, let's do that first. Then we'll come back to my job. And then okay. we'll get an update from Roxy. Yeah. See if she's been back to the police station Ooh. or not. As we say, Roxy, we encourage the voice memos. We do. Because a lot of times, you know, we'll interpret something via text or an email. Mm-hmm. And it's just not. How you want it to sound. And we apologize. <laughs> so this is a big apology. Episode 252? Yes. Okay. Rick Franzosa. So he sent in an audio message because he Our inflections were not accurate. Well, I kind of put it in there afterwards, but I think you were laughing and stuff. And we obviously knew he was joking about the Tony Beeson I, signature right, thing. Right, right. But he sent this in, so we're going to play it. Yeah. Hey, Chuck. 
I'm sending this as a voice email because you got the wrong idea about my last email. What I said when I saw the thing and my wife said, it's a piano key, I said, oh, that Tony. It was not sad at all. To get something from such a piano artist meant a lot to me. Thanks. Rick Frantosa, number 252. So there you go, Littles. Just send us a audio message, and yes. if it's worthy or something, you know, because I don't <laughs> want to say we'll play all of them, because we don't know. It you depends what you send in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're sending nasty stuff about Chuck and Roxy, yes. I mean, but, why would you? But, but good to know that that one was not a wah-wah and more of a whoa. Yeah, yeah. No, and I, <laughs> I was trying to be funny. Chuck's a dope. We know that. That's okay. okay. Anyway, all right. So, and then we love it when we get updates about the most recent guest. Yeah. Okay. Now we threw the Rick Devins episode out there yesterday yes. just mm-hmm. as a booster to give you something to listen to on a Monday because yep. we knew Tony wasn't. Yep. And also because Survivor's starting this week, which yeah. we're very excited about. We won't dwell too much on that today. Amazing race too. Yeah. An amazing race. Absolutely. So at least there's some TV coming back. Um, there's but, a lot. Well, yes. Congratulations on the writer strike. The actors still haven't had their contract finished. Right. But the writers did come to an agreement. Yes. So that's good. But it's going to take a while. It is. These things aren't just going to happen next week. No. You know, no. now they have to write the episodes. They've probably been doing a lot of writing, mm-hmm. even though they weren't mm-hmm. under contract. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to keep their skills going. Because yeah. it is a skill, right. obviously. So that's going to take a while, but congratulations. We probably should have led with that, actually. That's been a long... That's been a long time coming. Okay. Well, but we heard from Ed Butt, episode 51, and others. It says, Chuck and Roxy, last Wednesday, we were at the Garden Theater for the reveal party for the Frankfurt Film Festival, a cocktail party followed by showing the trailers for the 20-ish films that will be shown October 19th through the 22nd this year. Rick Schmidt's wife, Jenny, was tending bar. I asked her if Chuck and Roxy had interviewed Rick yet. She said she knew you had been talking, but did not know if it had actually happened yet. What a pleasant surprise. Rick undersold his importance to our little community of 1,200 people. During the summer, when the town is swarming with tourists, he has a full-time job seeing that they get their fill of beer, which means when someone calls in sick, Rick busses tables, cooks in the kitchen, tends bar, whatever. And if, as happened this year, everyone shows up for the first Saturday in August, he can actually spend a couple of hours at the Summer of Little's table. Once the tourists and summer residents leave, Stormcloud becomes Frankfurt's del facto community center. Trivia night on Wednesday. Get there an hour early to get a table. TV dinner night. Eat comfort food from aluminum trays with dividers and watch old TV movies. Live music. Open mic night. You get the picture. Plus, Rick saved the Art Deco Garden Theater. When it was appraised, the appraiser said its highest and best use was to tear it down and build condos. Instead, Rick rallied the town with the help of his volunteers to restore the place. It still shows first-run movies Thursday through Sundays, but it also has concerts, plays, etc. It is as much used as it is much loved. Oh, and it has a decades-old popcorn machine with a bowl of real butter ready to drench your popcorn. So... Here we are, super excited that Frankfurt is in the running for the next Chuck and Roxy Summer of Littles road trip. Let's work together to make that happen. Nonstop flights from Newark to LaGuardia, lodging on the beach. Come on, man. As the t-shirt says, Lake Michigan, no salt, no sharks, no problem. Yeah. Ed Bud, episode 51 (laughs) and others. I love that motto. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's a great motto. Wow. Do we already have to start 
I mean, we are, we're always taking bribes. Oh, I mean, you know, always, there's always that. Always. I mean, talk to Brian Moeller if you want <laughs> know. You know, what you got to do there. No, I'm just kidding. We, we obviously have no idea. That's way too early to even be thinking about that. But wow, that would be really cool. That would be really cool. Now, it's always nice to hear these things. Now, some of these things were in the episode, you know, how he restored the theater and brought it back yeah, to life. Yeah, but to the extent of, you know, yeah, getting the whole I, community involved, that's awesome. It's just nice to hear from someone else in the community because a lot of times you don't know what kind of impact you make on a community. Sure. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And Absolutely. it's just, it's really great. And yeah. I love how he thinks he undersold himself. Yeah. You know, essentially. He just probably thinks it's just the normal, as you do. Yeah, right. You know, especially with the the brewery, it's sort of understood because it's his business. His business, yeah. You know, right. so if he has to pick up some slack, of course, you pick up some slack. Mm-hmm. But the other stuff, yeah, not yeah. so much. That's, that's uh, huge. That's absolutely amazing. So we're glad you liked the episode. Go back and listen to that one as well. Yes, 252. All right. And uh, let's see, what else we got to start the show? Uh, oh, we have to do a quick thank you. Mo Werner. Yes, episode 86. 86 for the prize closet item. We're not going to tell you what it is. I know. We're not going to tell you what it is. It's a possible prize closet item. So... You better get those Hall of Fame entries in. Yeah. We're going to call it the Thoth entries. T-H-O-F. Toy the Hall of Fame. Oh, maybe I should have put Thoth. <laughs> the Toy Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. No, just Thoth is good. So get your entries in for the Toy Hall of Fame. <laughs> Email them. Go to our website, loyallittlespod.com, and you can enter there. Whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. Just get them in. you got time yet, but don't don't. Through the wait. website or our email. Yeah, don't wait. Don't wait. Don't be a dope. Don't wait like Chuck did to get this episode out. All right, Roxy, we only have a few more minutes before yes. we get to our Meet the Littles guest, but uh, we wanted a quick update on a few things. Uh, so I am now officially, <laughs> I guess, I signed the contract, going out on Menopause the Musical. Yes. This is what I was kind of teasing earlier before we started, you know, the episode with the ethics. ethics. Mm-hmm. You know, in our business, there aren't many. Matter of fact, so what happened, Littles, was I literally a week before I'm supposed to leave, I got two better job offers. Yes. And one even said, I said to the guy, I said, look, I'm supposed to leave in a week for tour. I don't ethically think I could do that to the company without even giving them two weeks notice. Right. You know, even though I didn't sign a contract yet, Mm -hmm. so I'm not obligated to do anything. Right. Basically. Right. Of course, you do pros and cons. You get advice. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are like, you got to do what's best for you and Roxy. You got to do what's better for you. Take the better gig. The other gig was longer too. So of course it's more money, but it's Mm -hmm. also more insurance weeks. I know I've mentioned that a bunch of times. So overall, it was just a better gig overall. And it's just what it is. But I just couldn't feel right doing it. And even the other guy said, he he said, I I wish you weren't like me, he said. And he goes, and I don't understand why we can't do it. He goes, everyone else does it. Everyone else will call within. The reason he was calling me was because he was two days shy from rehearsal and someone bailed on him. Yep. So he's like, this is why I'm calling you. This is funny that he goes, so maybe you're giving a week to bail Mm -hmm. and you can come work with me. It's a better gig, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I just don't feel right, yeah, you know? And then right. the other one was the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's where we are. Ethics. I don't know. Where do you lie, Littles? How, how do you How do you feel? I mean, I feel like the thing to do, the other one would have been just two weeks notice. Right. But I still felt weird. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Roxy, that's my, what's your, your update? update? Do you, ha- you don't really have one, except that pretty much everything's... I think everything is... Um, except that you don't have your money. You're yeah, out four grand. Other I, than that. Yeah, I think... I have now done everything I needed to do. And now I just sit and wait and see if I hear back from the police. Probably I would hear from them first. But I am friends with a couple of the officers. One of them, we even text a little bit. She got so Um, excited. She's like, a cop is texting me. I'm friends. We're 
we're friends. We're best friends now. So yeah, I mean, I... So watch out, uh, New York City. Back off, because we know people now. Back <laughs> off. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like I said, I think I have done... I have taken all the steps I needed to take. But you have your new account set up. I have my new account set up. I can Direct function. deposits, because that was a big thing too. Her work for the limit. Yeah, yeah. Direct deposits, and they wouldn't allow those direct deposits, a, understandably, yeah, because yeah. they didn't want that direct deposit going to this other guy. Right. Yeah, I just want to make sure so the security's there. So I think everything there. is up and running. I do have to make direct deposit adjustments through my upcoming job, but that'll be easy. And I'm just going to sit and wait and see if I get any of my money back. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, but and, I'm, and I'm ready to go to court if I need to. Right. Oh, we're going to take in. this guy down. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I'm ready so, to I'm, say I'm all the... I was I'm, in the room. Listen, I'm ready to say, you can't handle the truth. There you go. And now you know what that now means. Now I know what that means. Now I know where, what that's from. And I think, Chuck, that might be a good segue for the next topic or a topic we eventually well, we're gonna have to get tease to it. this episode. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. we're going to have to tease it, though, because we got to get to our <laughs> Meet the Littles guest. It's a great one, as always. A little competitive, which I like. We uh-huh. like that amongst Littles. Uh-huh. He was a little... Uh, <laughs> He's a little upset he wasn't first. Yeah. But that's we'll okay. get to it. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Hi, this is Dave Schramm from Colchester, Vermont, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Episode by Morty Weinstein, and this actually was submitted by Elliot Olshansky, episode 111 from Comac, New York, and it actually came off of a email that was written into the big show, and it says, you want connective tissue? I've got your connective tissue right here. A couple weeks ago, you played a song by Inball Charette Singer, hope I pronounced that right. Her brother-in-law, Cantor Dan Singer, is a former member of 613, the acapella group whom I've been writing for since 2016 and was a part of the contingent that traveled to Washington and sang for you and the other guests at your golf buddy's last White House Hanukkah party seven years ago. Also a member of that contingent was one Morty Weinstein, who is still a member of 613, but has also released his first solo track, Ani La Dodi. The title comes from a popular phrase at Jewish weddings, the full version of which translates as, I am my beloved's and my beloved is mine. The song can be heard on Spotify and seen on YouTube, and Morty can also be heard and seen on 613's latest release, 5784, a high holiday adaptation of Chicago's 25 or 6 to 4, with lyrics by yours truly. Best regards from Suffolk County, Elliot Olshansky, Comac, New York, episode 111. So, Littles, head on over to YouTube and Spotify and check out more of Morty's stuff and 613 stuff. 
And as always, we will play the full song, Ani Ladodi, by Morty Weinstein at the end of the podcast. We've been talking for 25 minutes already. We have. (laughs) This is going to be great. I'm so excited. Please welcome to the podcast, episode 255's biggest fan, Chris Yost. Hey, Chris. How's it going? It's going great. Greetings from Alexandria, Virginia. I'm ready to go. Um, It's an honor to be on the show. Well, we're just glad you're somewhere where we could find you. Yes. Okay, Mm because we're going to get into that, I'm sure, in a second. But what we like to do is turn it right over to you. Take it over. Introduce yourself to all the loyal littles. Tell us a little something about yourself. Okay. So I'm Chris Yost. I came from a small town in Ohio, right by Kent State, University of Akron graduate. Played a little football through college and then uh, joined the Navy Officer Candidate School. Met Graham Van Hook on USS Ramage. And we've been best friends since 2008. And I went to Japan after that, to Yokosuka, Japan, on USS Shiloh. And we did probably one of the proudest things of my life. We were there for, if you remember the tsunami and earthquake there. Yeah. We did that for seven or eight weeks. And uh, the Fukushima plant. So we did a lot of humanitarian aid off the coast of Japan for a, a long time. Came back, went to Naval Postgraduate School. Master's degree in National Security Affairs, uh, Southeast Asia, and then went to Notre Dame, got my MBA, taught uh, ROTC at Notre Dame. And Graham, at the same time, went to Northwestern, so we we had that kind of rivalry going. We were 90 minutes apart, and after that, went to uh, USS Patriot in Japan, out of Sasebo, Japan, which is kind of the southern part of the country. Very, very rural. If you watch any of the World War II movies of Japan or Hawaii, it looks identical to that. Wow. Mountains, the sea. I mean, it's beautiful, but there's nothing to do. And then uh, after that, went to USS Leyte Gulf, where Graham and I served together again. I was the chief engineer on the cruiser. We did a 10-month deployment to the Middle East, Arabian Gulf, Mediterranean Sea, and came back I worked for the Secretary of the Navy. It was a White House liaison, congressional liaison. So I did that for about a year. And then I went and was the flag aide, which is the personal aide, I guess, in, in civilian speak, the personal aide to the commander of the U.S. Sixth Fleet for the Navy. So he's in charge of all naval forces and Marines wow. in the Mediterranean Europe. So I did that. I was on the watch floor when Russia invaded Ukraine in February of, you know, I think it was two years ago now or last year. So I got to have front row seat for that and the build up to that. And then came back with the same Admiral and worked in the Pentagon for a few months. He was on the OpNav staff working for the chief of Naval operations, did that. And now I'm like Graham, I'm starting the command pipeline. So I'm going to USS Ramage. I'll report in April in Norfolk as executive officer. And then if everything goes right, I'll be the commanding officer in probably two and a half years. And so it's an Arleigh Burke-class destroyer, very capable ship. It's one of the best in the fleet. And uh, I have a wonderful wife, Cherie. We live in Old Town, and we got married last May at the Mayflower Hotel. 
Oh, wow. And so that's a staple mm-hmm. of yeah. DC. So, mm-hmm. and that's kind of, we have a new golden doodle Tucker who oh. just barks all the time <laughs> and he's eight months, but he's a cutie and he's too cute for his own good. Uh-huh. Now, and is it like Graham, your wife will come along with you, right? She's come. Yeah. We're she, her family, her mom and sister are here mm-hmm. in DC her other sister's in New York City. Her sister, Yasmin, went to Columbia. So they love the city. But she's going to come to Norfolk. Her mom loves Virginia Beach, which is 25 minutes from Norfolk. So it's, okay. it's a really good setup. Yeah. And it's only two and a half hours from here. So it's, it's right. really good for her. It's good for everybody. Great. All right. Now, can we go back all the way, though? So college, what was your major? I was a poli-sci major. Okay. So you know what was funny? When I applied for, I had already had a master's degree and I had like a Naval Postgraduate School. It's one of those, I mean, you got to do well, but you know, no one's getting kicked out there. Mm -hmm. But when I applied to Notre Dame, I had to get a kind of a class in arithmetic and some other math. So I went to Sylvan Learning Center Uh and it was me with like three sixth graders and like a a high school (laughs) sophomore. Uh But the tutor could only teach me so much. The kids were the ones that taught me how to actually do math. <laughs> That's amazing. But I remember there was one time the sixth grader, he was such a character. He was like, you're so old, man. Why are you in here? <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? That's a really good question. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to succeed, man. Just Aww. like you. That's a good answer. I was I terrible at math. Yeah. I would have been like, listen, punk. <laughs> well, you know what the problem is, is that I'm like, I'm a big dude. Like mm-hmm. six foot and a half, like 240. So little kids, I'm not going to try to intimidate a yeah. you know, sixth grader. Yeah, it's Silver not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. In my University of Akron football swag. Yeah. Like, right. You, you know. Right. Well, that's what I was getting to next. Like, so did you play in high school and you just always wanted to play football in college? So I played in high school. I started in seventh grade. And to get to skip to the point where you ask the famous person you've met is LeBron James. So he grew up about 15 minutes from me. Oh, okay. And we would play summer league basketball, and he would be there with all of his boys. I don't know if you remember, Sheon Cotton was one of the basketball Mm. players, and he played football at Ohio State and then Youngstown State. He was always part of the uh, kind of the running group that we would have a little summer outdoor basketball situation. But, yeah, so LeBron was there. The thing with Northeast Ohio is that everybody kind of sticks together. So it would be people from, you know, Maurice Claret to Mike Doss going back a long ways wow. to, you know, Ben Roethlisberger. It would be just a group of people that were out, you know, supporting each other. And yeah. Yeah. so that's cool. In, in Ohio, the only thing we have in the winter is in the fall is football. Mm-hmm. So it's the cold winter. And it's Ohio, Texas, Pennsylvania. We're big football states, and that's that's just kind of what we do. Yeah. That's so interesting. And then when did you decide that you wanted to join the Navy and all that stuff? So I wanted to be a U.S. Marshal. Oh. And at the time, in 2007 or eight, they were only hiring post-military people. Ah, gotcha. So I did all this stuff. So I joined, and the intention was to do it for two or three years and then try to apply to be a U.S. Marshal or... Ohio State Trooper. Mm-hmm. And then the, I got to the ship. I fell in love with it. Yeah. You know, the camaraderie, the brotherhood. It was a sense of purpose. Yep. 
And I did two years. I mean, there were ups and downs. We were gone so much. There mm-hmm. were times where I'm like, you know, I don't want to do this shit anymore. I'm done with it. Yeah, sure. And then the good times were better than the bad. Yeah. And I met some of the best friends of my life who now are ironically listen to this show. Which, <laughs> so it's like full circle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. And they can so, eat it. Yes, all of them. And, I know it's well, let me time. tell you something. <laughs> The only thing that Graham has over me, except for him having the over for Thanksgiving at his parents' house, is that he did this episode first. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, we don't have an episode 254.5, Roxy. Right. I mean. Right, that's true. You know, we could so at we least could... get your number lower than his. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. That's, yeah, you could lower it. You know what I have above him? I promoted before him. So he can he can eat it on that. Okay. So I'm okay. senior to him by a year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Littles, he's been telling us all these stories about other people he knows that listen to our show, and it's yeah. just it's very interesting to us. You know, just the the way he's saying things. Yeah, I mean, we won't go into details, great. but it's been it's, really fun. Yeah, it's been great. So we, we love that we have fans. Well, of course. <laughs> I think if you even ask Tony, I mean, he gets people the most famous people on his show. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that he even understands the gravitas of how popular his show is. What he's, well, yeah, yeah. you know, it's funny that you say that, Chris, because I used to say the same thing. Now that we've gotten to meet a few of the bigs, mm-hmm. I do think, and now that he's older, I do think he's starting to understand. Yeah. And because one time I was actually in Central Park playing softball, of course, mm-hmm. and Ian Khan used to play yeah, for right. Equity, and he played on a couple teams on Tuesday. And I... I had this whole thing set up. I think I've told the story where I was like hoping for a playoff game where he comes up to bat and I'm catching <laughs> and right before, as the pitch is coming, I'm going to say La Chiserie, right, you know, right. make him like <laughs> psych him out. And, but anyway, no, I actually went up to him and I just said, do you think he knows? And he actually said, he goes, you know, I do. I think he's, he goes, I don't think he did, but he's starting to realize what kind of impact he has on other people. Yeah. So that's good to know. I yeah. think personally, because I'd hate to go through life not realizing what you've created. I mean, well, I mean, even we had Pablo on and he was going into it too, where Pablo is trying to create this new following, I guess is how you say it, you know, the Pablo show or Pablo dot show, whatever it was. And oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think he gets it now. I do. Yeah. I hope, I hope, I, I always say that. I hope he realizes. I don't know maybe if he understands why there's such a following, but okay, I think maybe he there's at that. least under, like he knows that there's a following or why there's he, a podcast for has, his fans that follow him. And, <laughs> But I think he knows he's had a tremendous impact on so many people's lives. So, yeah. I mean, I started listening to him in probably 2013 mm-hmm. or 2012. It was what it was the old school ESPN radio yep. where you had to go online and hit play. Mm-hmm. And it was unreliable. Mm-hmm. Him and, and, and Wilbon, too, with PTI. Yeah. There were so many low points in life that yep. the, the podcast gets you through a lot of things. And I've written him multiple times, but I've had a few things read on there that he, you know, he reads about that. But I think Graham and I, by the way, not to go back to this, I think we're tied. We're six and six on who gets read. Oh, Oh, okay. The show, it really transcends, even when you're in Japan, it's great to turn on a Saturday morning, listen to the Friday episode. Mm. It's DC local. The show's just great. And then my wife now, I mean, she's come around. They're talking about movies. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. current events, it's DC relatable. stuff, the yeah. weather. And she's from here, so she gets it. Yeah. And now now after probably a year and a half, she's finally like, oh, was Kornheiser got a new episode out? <laughs> so what Tony should know, I mean, 
Carville's one thing. You get my wife to be a fan, you've accomplished something. <laughs> okay, but I'm a little confused. And I don't know. I might have to cut this out of the podcast. But before you came on air, we asked you if you were attending other events, and you were like, no, my wife would kill me. So, <laughs> Well, she loves it, but she. I mean, if I was going to Syracuse, New York to watch a minor league baseball team... <laughs> Maybe Jingle Fest. Yeah, but you can tell, hey, I got to meet Chuck and Roxy. You know, maybe they'll be different. Right. I she would it. take all of my life insurance benefits and she would move <laughs> all right, so, somewhere warmer. All right, so this is what you got to do. You ready? Okay, now I figured it out. You got to wait for Summer of Littles. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Multiple locations all around the country. Yeah. Okay, and the world, yeah, really. Yeah, Okay, there was one year, there was one in London, there was mm-hmm. one in Australia. Yep. I, what I'm saying Canada, is yeah. maybe Roxy and I will just create one in Hawaii next Ooh. year. You bring your wife to Hawaii. I think yep. she'd like that, right? Yep. I think we could get a lot of littles to go to Hawaii. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We tried a cruise. That kind of, I don't, I, I don't know whatever what happened, happened to that. that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Did you like the cruise? We just did a Norwegian cruise to the fjords. We love oh, cruising. We're, we're big cruisers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We love cruises. Yeah. It's fun, right? It you really get to is. go, you pull into the port, yep. and then your room is waiting for you yep. when you're done with the town. Yes. Come on. I, you can drink and eat as much as you want. Yes. Yep. Actually, we're going to pause on that because we got to take a quick break because I'd like to comment about that because we know how most of the listeners do not like cruises. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Ross. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast and Roxy. We're having the best time. The best time, but it's all off air. I know. You know, now, Chris, <laughs> I, I don't know how to tread lightly here, but you keep saying stuff, but he always preempts it with, you're not recording, are you? And I'm like, <laughs> it's no. It's been great. It's been great. And as we tell all the Littles <laughs> yes. that we always, we will take anything out of the podcast you don't want in, even if we were recording, mm-hmm. so it's okay. Mm-hmm. But it always, it's interesting how he's always like, you're not recording, are you? <laughs> And then he likes to like give us some dirt or vice versa. Now he was just asking, we were talking about cruise ships. So we wanted to look up, shout out Chuck Elias, episode 52. 52. I believe that's Mm -hmm. right after Ed Butt. Yes. You know, so he was trying to hook this Littles cruise of some sort. I don't know what happened to it. It was probably maybe just not enough interest or maybe maybe it's still in the works. I don't know. I mean, these things take a while to plan out, stuff like that. So we were talking about the cruise ships. We love the cruise ships because you were you said it best at the end of the last section. I like it because I'm not a good international traveler. That's me personally. It's all on me. I could be better. It's just on me. But I like the cruises because then you can go visit like Italy. You can go visit Athens, whatever. And then at the end of the day, you come back to what I say, America. I come back to America. <laughs> you know, on the cruise ship, I can get the food I know I like. Prepared the way you I, know. I'm not saying I'm not willing to try yeah. the local food. Right. But I, you know what I'm saying? I just, I like that. I know where I'm sleeping. I know mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I get there's some hesitation with cruise ships and people that don't want to. I mean, and then if you're trying to lose weight, you should not go on a cruise. (laughs) I usually do. You can go to the buffet pretty much 21 hours a day. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. There's a pizza stand, a Mexican stand. I mean, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. You know what? It's amazing. If you go super late at night though, I feel like at least for me, my experience, all the things that I want it's closed down. Are yeah. closed. The things that I don't want are still open. Well, yeah. The pizza. No, and- I mean, I went, I went one night to try to get a couple pieces of pizza for my wife and I. And I have to admit, there was one guy sitting there who had obviously been over-served at the pool. <laughs> and 
just perfect fashion, he had to be wearing a Cleveland Browns sweatshirt. Of course. And I'm like, you can't be from Cleveland, dude. Like, go <laughs> go put a Pittsburgh sweatshirt on. Come back. Don't represent our town like this. That's right. Don't be a douchebag. Right. But he was there in full, you know, he was... Well, you know, they all right, here's the thing. Get them and... I think a lot of this depends on the cruise line, yeah. first of all. Yeah. Okay. Second of all, I'm that guy on these cruise ships sometimes. When you were talking about the weight, I try to do my best while I'm away. It doesn't always work, but I do go to the gym almost every day. And usually, a lot of people don't even know this, they have running tracks mm-hmm. on the cruise ships. Now, mm-hmm. here's the problem. Oh, I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the problem. The running tracks are usually around right where people are sunbathing. Yes. Okay. So it's kind of right around the pool. Yes, it's usually right around the pool. That's such a stupid idea, but that's where they are. And I'm the guy with like hundreds of people trying to like walk and I'm the guy on the track. And so I piss everybody off and I get it. But also, on the other hand, it's like, you know, you have a hobby. I have a hobby. Your hobby is clearly eating and laying out (laughs) at the pool. Mine's I want to go for a run, you know, kind of thing before I eat all that crap, you know, to try to balance it out. Mm And I, it's terrible. So those are bad moments. That wasn't my biggest problem. Okay. As a Navy, as a Navy surface warfare officer, my problem was sitting up and like they have the sky view lounge thing. Uh huh. And I'm like, why are we so close to this ship? Why are you not turning right? Or why are oh. you not slowing down? <laughs> right. Why are you speeding up to pass this tanker that we are going to have a thousand yard? closest point of approach with well see it's so interesting to hear you and say that because you obviously have inside you know we wouldn't we yeah. wouldn't know the difference no, you yeah. know i mean I, we, if it gets close we would know but mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah i did yeah i sat there and, and mentally i never said anything but you because, judge you know it was at bar trivia at 8 45 so i'm not <laughs> going to be the guy with the vodka soda going why are you so close to the ship? <laughs> well, but we did have mental notes that I took down that maybe I'll send to somebody. Okay. Well, it sounds like you, like when we go see the shows yes. on the ship. Yeah. Like, because we'll go to the shows and take our own notes. Oh, yeah. Like. So do you sit there critical and judge them? Sadly, yes. Well, I do. For minutes and then we leave. We like, have walked out. Like, um, yeah. We like the guest entertainment. Um, but I do have to say, depending on the ship you're on, the the entertainment well, varies. Hold on, on I, the, if I may. Yeah, it's, sure. It's not so much the ship, it's the line. The, the yeah, the cruise line. line. So mm-hmm. what we mean is there's a huge difference between Carnival and Celebrity. And Royal Caribbean. What we, found, we were on Celebrity. We yeah, did that's, Celebrity. That's, that's what, what we, we do. That's what we do. do. So here's the problem. Certain cruise lines have... They're they known co- for certain things. Right, they're known for certain things. Celebrity is known for their food. Because, you know, as you know, if you've been on Celebrity then they have all these specialty restaurants Mm -hmm. that cost a little bit more, but for $40, you can get a meal that you would pay like $300 in New York for. Yeah. You know? And Correct. Yeah, But even the food in the general dining room is delicious on Mm -hmm. Celebrity. Okay? Mm -hmm. So now when you're going on Carnival, or I'm trying to think, I mean, let's just go there. Disney does it right. Entertainment. Yeah. I don't not so much the food. Entertainment is So that's what we're saying. It I, depends yeah. on the What is the line. difference though in the entertainment? Like uh, if, like we had an illusionist, we had all kinds of things. Yeah, there was honestly, a basically I, a Broadway play. Yeah. Like what does Disney do that's better? 
Well, Disney does everything better. Yeah, I mean, um, dis- as far well because they put the money into it. They put the it, it all comes back to money. They'll have full blown sets. Well, now yeah. and then is it? And it's not Carnival. It's uh, who do, is it? Royal Caribbean that Royal, does the full Broadway shows. Yeah, now. Royal Caribbean. So does there's Broadway like shows. ninety minute versions of Jersey Boys or yeah, Cats yeah. and Hairspray. And they and just, spend the money on hiring the people, hiring not just the the cast but the creatives, the people that are putting the show together. They hire the right people to make to sure that make it's sure that almost it's, like having a Broadway it's experience like you're on a, a Broadway show. show. Right now, celebrity, on the other hand, they don't spend, I don't believe, as much money on their yeah. entertainment as they do on their food and things like that. So you're not going to get the caliber of entertainment you're going to get is going to be much lower quality. Now, that's not to say that the performers themselves are lower quality. That's, eh. I mean, it depends. Sometimes, but yeah. I try to look at. Can you make a yeah. Can you make a living off of doing that? Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah. I have a friend from college. She ha- I don't think she's left a cruise ship since if, well, she let, got let on one if, after college. Like she's been hopping from ship to ship. If you're smart. Yeah. If true. you're smart, true. you can. Okay, well, I've been doing the same thing in the Navy, and I'm working for a government salary, so maybe mm-hmm. I should learn how to. Uh, <laughs> well, no, no. In all serious, because I mean, not to get too technical, we. This has taken a direction I was not anticipating, <laughs> and we have fun, dumb questions to get to. But no, in all serious, if you're careful, because those are non-union jobs, yeah, okay, and they don't make a ton of money, mm-hmm. but you have no, there's no bills. You don't have expenses. There's no expenses. You don't pay rent. You don't pay for your food. Mm-hmm. You don't pay for your so travel. You should be able to save. You should be able to save money. Mm-hmm. But the important thing is, and this is the 50-year-old in me, yeah. you have to start learning early to start putting money away like in an IRA or something like mm-hmm. that for retirement because right. you don't, when you're in your 20s and you're on a cruise you ship, you don't give a that. damn about retirement. Yeah. So you're just, you don't. You're, you're right. Exactly. So you, what I'm saying is you, it depends how many years you're going to stay on that cruise ship. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you have to start thinking of your future. It's similar to yeah. tours where you Same can thing. you can save a lot of money doing a national tour of a Broadway show, but if you're going out to the bar every night or you're going ordering you're room service in the hotel shopping every night. for souvenirs and the most expensive souvenirs in every city that you're going to, it you know, it adds up. So then you're not really saving money too much. But if you can kind of avoid doing that every single day then you can you can and, actually make a good living. And as I just said, you have yeah. to remember to put some money away and if save, you're in a non-union yeah. tour. Now, if you're on a union tour, then you're in a union, and that's kind of taken care of for you. Right. You know right. that you're putting money in your pension and right. all that stuff every week. Mm-hmm. So it just varies. It but yeah, you can definitely make a living. I know people that do it. I toured for 25 years right out of college, yeah. and I loved it. We were just talking about it the other day. I'm like, maybe we should do it again. Yeah. You know, or it's maybe like, create an act that we can take on a cruise yes, ship. Yes. I mean, the, they're re- they're really talented. Everybody was talented. Yeah. There was no one that was like he shouldn't or she shouldn't be here. Right. right. They were right. all like. They're really, really good. Yeah. Right. The thing was, Cherie wanted to see the stars. And mm-hmm. then when you go to Norway, we left, we went to London first for a couple of days. And then we sailed from Portsmouth, England. And then we went around up to Norway. And mm-hmm. the problem was, there were, it's so cloudy and rainy there mm-hmm. that she couldn't see the stars. Oh. And I, I have built up for three years that the best part of going to sea in the Navy in the middle of the Atlantic is the stars. Yeah. Right. And she couldn't see it. Aww. She she basically thinks that I'm a liar at this point, <laughs> I think. She's like, there's no stars to see. Yeah. And I'm like, no, there are stars. It's just not right here. Right. Yeah. It's not in this geographic position. Right, yeah. right. Well, Chris, this is this took a turn <laughs> for know, the good, I, I guess. It. I love it. But we have some fun dub questions we have to get to. I hope that's okay. I'm, I am prepared. All I've right. been preparing for two weeks. Okay, great. Actually, let's get fun and dumb. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, my first question is, oh, dear. 
I know. Where's the most beautiful place you've ever been? That's a good question. See, she's. Yeah, I'm more yeah. the. I'm thought provoking. That's why she gets paid the big bucks. I would say that it was in the country of Georgia. Okay. Not okay. the state. Don't yep. get it confused. <laughs> Georgia or Iceland. Okay. Oh, okay. In my grandparents' backyard, where there's a pot, is probably third. Oh, nice. All right, but yeah, Roxy, I'm going to show you how we can keep this dumb. Okay. Where's Georgia? Like what? <laughs> oh, Chuck. <laughs> it's up in the Black Sea. Oh, okay. See, but I didn't know. Did you know that, Roxy? Yeah, I did. You did? Okay, I didn't. <laughs> I liked geography in school. Oh, okay. So. Just listen to your wife. It's much more well, enjoyable. Duh. <laughs> Life goes a lot smoother. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do you think is the greatest invention of all time? I talked about this with Cherie today. Electricity. Ah, exactly. That's a good one. What personal trait has gotten you in the most trouble? Naive. Mm, oh. That's a very good one. That is a good one. Yeah. Yep. yep. All right. What group of kids would you want to hang out with? The kids from E.T., Goonies, Stand By Me, The Sandlot, Stranger Things, or The Little Rascals? Little Rascals. Okay. The old school. You should add The Sopranos to that <laughs> answer. Then you'd be really ah. good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's the one food you could never bring yourself to eat? Pickled whale. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Which they call what? a different thing. <laughs> Wait, what? Pickled or pickled whale. Okay. Um, okay. They call it a different a different name in like Iceland or Norway. It's oh. a, it's a different. But I'm never eating it. I tried it. I can't do it. I'll vomit. But you've tried it. Interesting. Wow. I've tried it. I was being adventurous, but okay. never doing okay. it again. Okay. Now see, that's why Chuck loves the cruises because he yeah. would, he no. could go out. He could try that and then no, just no, say, no. You know Chuck's what? not I'm trying that. <laughs> Let's just be, let's just be do, clear. Do not, yeah. do not, do not eat it. Do I'm not, not eat that it. adventurous. <laughs> no, no. All right. What's one special hidden talent you have that no one else knows about? See, I thought about this for a long time. I, it's cooking. Oh, mm. that's a good one. My wife knows. There's a couple friends that know, but a lot of people don't know. I, I love to cook and I'm good at it. Okay. What's your favorite dish to make? Butter chicken is one, but I do a good shrimp scampi mm. is really good. Turkey burgers on the grill are really good. Mm. Spaghetti squash lasagna. Ooh. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, follow-up question. What's your favorite meal to make, episode 255? I'd probably do short rib okay. with a garlic mashed So Graham potato. knows you cook? Nice. Unfortunately, he does. <laughs> he tries to take advantage of me. <laughs> uh, sounds like something he would do. Yeah, for sure. But you know what? To this day, 40 years, Graham made the best grilled tuna steak I've ever had in my oh. entire life. Okay. Graham, what up? Yeah, that we was in 2008. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Uh, charcoal Grill. Wow. All right. So what's one movie you love so much that you know you'll be best friends with another person just by them loving it as well? New or current times. I love The Blind Side. Okay. Okay. And I love Major League. Mm -hmm. I love all the Major Leagues. <laughs> Wait, all of them? <laughs> Well, not Major League Three. I was going to say the, that's, I thought the Hornets were, or whatever they, the Bumblebees. Yeah, whatever, whatever that were. was. That was a mess. But <laughs> one was great, of uh -huh. course. Two was okay. I Major guess. League One, when it shows the stadium and the music comes on, I still get goosebumps oh. when it oh. comes on. And you cry at the end. You have to cry at the end. I do. I cry at the end. Roxy saw it for the first time. I She's just... like, "Are you freaking crying?" And I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> shut up." All right, Roxy, real quick, some rapid fire. All right, Coke or Pepsi. Coke, all the way. Pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Smooth or crunchy peanut butter? 
Both. Both. Doesn't matter. Okay. okay. All right. It depends on the meal. Okay. Well, I've yes, I've brought that up, and it, you know, mm-hmm. yep, mm-hmm. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. All right, Uranus jokes not funny or never not funny. Always funny. Excellent. All yes. right. Well, Chris, we can't thank you enough for coming on to meet the littles. Now, how can we reach you if you want to be gotten in touch with? And do you have anything to plug, or do you have anyone that you want to tell to eat it? Now's <laughs> your time. Well, obviously, I've told Graham to eat it. I want to say a thanks to my wife, Sheree, who gave, you know, she helped me prepare. You can reach me at KLYOST06 at Gmail. Excellent. I'm on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm happy to help all the littles if they need anything. All right. As long as Graham doesn't email me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Graham, you're on your own. Anyone else? It's all good. Yep. All right. Well, thanks again for coming on to Meet the Littles. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Oh, under. Under? Ah. Okay. Interesting. I know. Nope. I'm being a contrarian. That's okay. Hey, it works. <laughs> Love it. All right. Well, thanks again, Chris, for coming on to Meet the Littles. We really appreciate the time. All right. Thank you so much. All right, all you loyal listeners. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Marshmallow, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast, and thank you, Chris, for coming on to Meet the Littles. Always a good time. Always. Love the competition. I Love know. it. It's so fun. So, uh, Littles, if you're hearing your friends come on and tell you to eat it, you should come on and tell them to eat it, too. <laughs> That's all we're going to say. So, before we get to the emails, though, Roxy, you, you, we teased it, okay? Yes, we did. Now, I have a shout-out to my sister, Gina. Uh-huh. Okay? I don't think she listens, but... I think she does sometimes. One, rare, very rare occasions. Well, sometimes. We'll make sure she listens to this one. Well, I mean, because... At least this part. We were talking to her. It was her birthday. Yes. It was a big one. Yes. I won't give out numbers. <laughs> but we were talking to her last week for her birthday. We were. And I don't remember how it came up. Uh, I think we were talking about what she was going to do. Oh, she was going to the movies. That's right. Mm-hmm. She was selling. She was going to go out to dinner, go to the movies, blah, blah, blah. And she was saying, we're going to see the new Expendables. And yeah. I'm like, what's that? She's like, are you... Are you joking? Have you been living in a cave? <laughs> sort I, of. Yeah, because I'd never knew about it. Mm-hmm. I really didn't. Mm-hmm. She's like, there's three. This is the fourth or there's two and there's th- whatever. Yeah. The new one's out. Yeah. Okay? But mm-hmm. they, so it's obviously sequels. Yep. So she told us about it. I was like, she's like, oh, yeah, Chuck, you would like it. Yeah. You would like it a lot. And yeah. I, I think Roxy would like it, too. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. I was and like, it's okay. got this person and that person oh, yeah, the, and that person. The, the list goes on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The list is, it's, it's mostly Sylvester Stallone mm-hmm. and, you know, a couple A-list stars throughout the movie. Right. Okay. A couple cameos. Yeah, lots mm-hmm. of cameos. Bruce Willis, Arnold Schwarzenegger, that kind yeah, of thing. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so when she said the cast list, I'm like, oh, we've got it. But you know what? I don't fall for that all the time because of <laughs> Mars Attacks. Okay. What? Yeah, exactly. Look it up. Mars Attacks. <laughs> the greatest cast ever assembled. Uh-huh. It, it's, it's horrible. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess Love you... actually was pretty good, and that was a pretty good cast. Okay, but... Mm-hmm. All right. Expendables. <laughs> so we search it. We can get it on our TV. We can. Okay? So we, we start watching it, and halfway through, I'm like... I, Even this, the first scene. This must be my early Christmas present, because... <laughs> I, I must have said, and I'm not exaggerating, right? At least 20 no. times throughout the movie, I I'm saying. I can't believe you're still watching this. I can't believe you're still sitting here watching this. Mm-hmm. Because it was probably one of the most violent movies I've, I've ever seen. <laughs> and, it just, and it's so graphic. <laughs> like, you won't watch Silence of the Lambs, but you'll watch that. I did watch Silence of the okay, Lambs. Okay, but I'm just saying, you saw like heads being severed, arms being <laughs> severed. And you're, now, I will say, it's, <laughs> I guess, because it was. Almost 20 years ago. No, yeah. no, not like 10, 15, no, 13 I mean, years ago. it was pretty... My po- it wasn't as... Um, it was kind of more funny when you see this happen. It was funny. Okay, I think because... I don't know. 
I think Sylvester Stallone, I don't know, he just like kind of cracked me up a little bit, but it was just funny. And honestly, well, what, I mean, I was picturing, what I was picturing was The Office, Threat what? Level Midnight. Oh, right. Yes. When he blows up Toby's head and he said it was the most expensive scene in the entire movie, but entirely worth it. And it basically goes from actual real Toby to a paper mache Toby head. Okay, it wasn't that bad. And that's honestly what I was thinking as I was watching all of this violence unfold in front of my eyes. But I'm sitting here like, this must be an early Christmas present for me <laughs> because I'm like, okay, if you can sit through this, yeah, holy crap. I don't know. We're starting all the lethal weapons. There's Ugh. now no question about He was like, lethal hearts. weapon, Christmas Eve. I'm like, why? Because the scene starts with a Christmas movie. Yeah, Christmas the, the, cr- the opening credits are Jingle Bell Rock. Ugh. So I'm like, we got a new Christmas well, movie mean to Girls watch. Well, Mean Girls has Jingle Bell Rock in it. Does that make that a Christmas movie? Uh, I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. All right. We're watching that. It's uh, on my list. Fine. All right. Mean Girls. <laughs> okay. No, but okay. So the movie overall, I I was shocked that you sat yeah, through this. Yeah. It was funny uh, though. It was, like, it was I okay. I thought it was kind of funny. Even for me though, I don't, I'm not running like, to see the sequel. There is no but way. Some of these things that were happening, I'm like, there is no way. I would say the fight choreography wasn't necessarily the greatest I've ever seen. Really? But I mean, some of it was fine, but there were definitely moments where I'm like, there is absolutely no freaking way that that's how that would happen well okay the ones that crack me up honestly okay (laughs) if i'm being honest it's the one when the one guy who's obviously very talented and very knowledgeable about fighting okay usually martial arts type of thing where he gets in the middle of a circle of like 10 guys yeah and then all of a sudden he just starts beating the crap out of all All of them them with like no now so there's repercussions so there's literally like 20 seconds worth of material of watching him beat up the first six or seven yeah my question is what are the other three doing right why are they just standing he's got a gun (laughs) why doesn't he just shoot him like it just cracks me up that all of a sudden oh there's this guy holding a gun at me and he like does the fancy kick to like kick the gun up in the air when he shoots it kind of thing and then he starts beating the crap out of him yeah i'm like where were you for the last 20 seconds you're just standing there watching him beat the crap out of these other six guys (laughs) in the circle that's what always cracks me up i'm like what up like why aren't you doing something then so it was funny yeah it was more funny i mean yes it was very graphic and kind of gross at times but you know okay i don't know we swear we didn't mean that to turn into a movie review but i guess it did should we give it how many bags of popcorn i just thought it was okay it I mean, wasn't great it was okay i mean i'll be honest if i have a choice i would much rather you watch the other diehards and possibly start the lethal weapons <sighs> than watch part two three of this Littles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway i'm just saying i'm saving you for more of this like growth because i thought it was really vi- I, seriously i can't believe you sat through it yeah cannot believe you, yeah. you sat through that whole thing yeah unbelievable yeah all right Roxy, we should probably get to some emails <laughs> okay This one is interesting, I guess we'll say. They almost were not sure we should read it, but I'm like, no, 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 I think we should read this. It's from Bill Scudere, episode 253. Mm -hmm. It says, Chuck, I felt that I should respond to another little calling you a lemming because of your newfound enthusiasm for Coach Prime in Colorado football. Now, we haven't even gotten into this yet. (laughs) I waited for this. I can be as much a contrarian and quirky as the next guy, but that sometimes has worked to my detriment. There is no problem joining the masses on a journey. The true work begins when you arrive at the destination. You then must decide if the trek was worth your time and effort. Mm -hmm. We're going to come back to that. Mm -hmm. I must confess to you that when he was actively playing, I was not a fan of Deion Sanders. His persona, attitude, and even the teams he played on for me just seemed to rub me the wrong way. However, the recent spotlight 
that has shined on him, and his program has turned me into an admirer, if not a fan. His message of faith, family, character, education, and hard work transcends the media, music, sunglasses, etc. So, whatever reason found you watching a college football game after midnight on a Sunday morning, use the encounter to decide if it is a positive or just another way to lose sleep. <laughs> Give my best to Roxy, Bill Skidder, episode 253. Yeah. Now, I love this. I love that too. That's a great philosophy. I love the message. So I guess, let me read that again. There is no problem joining the masses on a journey. The true work begins when you arrive at the destination. You must then decide if the trek was worth your time and effort. I love that. Eat it, Roop. <laughs> oh, is this an eat it, Roop moment, I guess? I don't know. He was no. the one that called you a lemming. Well, I, I wasn't going to mention any names, I Roxy. Did, I did use it in context over the weekend, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, to you. I said, oh, you said something about, I think it was about college football, or maybe it was something else. And I said, well, you are a lemming after all. Um, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, you called me that. Yeah. Yeah. You and like then we laughed, there. and it was great. So thanks, Roop, for the laugh, and that's a good message. Yeah. No, you went there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so let's talk about Colorado for a second. They got killed this week. They absolutely got <laughs> killed. Yep. So yeah, some of the luster has worn off a little bit. Okay. I mean, anybody that's getting talked down to and then they're undefeated. I yeah. mean, I know they didn't really play anyone, blah, 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 all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But they have another big game this week and they're talking about, you know, even Wilbon said on PTI that if he wins this game, he'll be right back in the spotlight. Odds are they're not going to win that game. But, you know... I, Look, I heard many people, they won one game, I think, last year, and mm -hmm. they were already saying 3-0. That's mm -hmm. already better than they thought they were going to be this year. So. Anything can happen. So there you go. But anyway, so yeah, I, I would say I did watch <laughs> a few minutes of that, but it was obviously over within the first, like, 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And it was honestly just background. I'm, we know I'm not a big college football fan. I right. was just intrigued by the whole situation. Sure. And I have to agree with Bill. I was not a fan of his when he was in the NFL and those teams, it's one of those type of situations mm -hmm. where, yeah, you're just not a big fan, but yeah. now kind of interested. Yep. So anyway, all right, what's the next one, Roxy? All right. Next we heard from Eric Londrigan, episode four, Chuck and Roxy with Dina regarding New York city. If I'm in a borough, I'm in the city. To be fair, I've been in all others, but never set foot in Staten Island. So maybe I'd feel different there. If pop culture has taught me anything, I hear the vibe is just a bit different to Manhattanites. Oh, is it? I was on Staten Island for four years of my life. And yeah, it's definitely different. I had a great time there, but yep, definitely different. Yeah, I, and I've already said my piece on that. Yeah. I don't think, I always think of Manhattan as the city. Uh-huh. And then the other boroughs, I don't know. I'd say Brooklyn, Queens. I mean, that's, I, I would have to say that's probably where, and we won't get into it, but yeah. that's my whole New Jersey Giants sure, Jets sure. thing. Because, I mean, that part of Jersey, that I'll agree with that. That would basically be a borough. Mm -hmm. It's just called New Jersey. Right. But again, that's why I don't understand why they can't have the name in the title. But anyway, that's a whole other story. But no, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, absolutely. No, no, because I understand. Now I'm starting to figure it out. I'm starting to talk myself through that. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously the New York Mets are not called the Queens. Right. That's where they play in Queens. Right. So yeah. I sort of, you know. But like when I sublet it out in Astoria in Queens, I would say, oh, I live in Astoria. I didn't say I live in Manhattan uh, or I live in well, New York Well, I know a lot in, of people in that. In the city, I'm like. See, you it's know, funny. If people I, don't know where Queens is, I'll say, like, yeah, I'm in the city. But otherwise, yeah, but I'll say, oh, I'm like in Astoria. live, like, 30 minutes north in the, you know, whatever. And yeah. they say, oh, I live in the city. Right. I, uh, I, don't, I don't know. know. I think they're just trying to sound braggy. Maybe. But they know. Maybe. If you know, you know. Maybe. Like, it's a 30-minute train ride. <laughs> like, you might as well live in Connecticut. Sure. Right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Then we hear from Brian Moeller, episode 167. He says, I love Opus. 
I used to have a stuffed animal style opus attached to the dash of my car. Aww. Add my love for craft beer and golf, and it sounds like I need to head to Michigan for Summer of Littles to hang with Rick and Ed. Ooh, field All right, trip. now, there's a bribe right there. Big Littles field trip. I Everyone mean, if, go out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, if now we're upping, see, that's how you bribe uh-huh, Chuck and Roxy, because uh-huh. we obviously had a great time with Brian Moeller. Absolutely. I mean, that was a fantastic time. Yes. So, oh, okay, now we, we're upping the ante here. All right, Roxy, what's next? All right, next we heard from Kristen LeBlanc, episode 176. Wait, say that again? Kristen LeBlanc. 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 All right, go ahead. Roxy's laugh after Chuck read Roop's email about being a lemming made my day. Sorry, Chuck. You guys are great. Keep up the good work. P.S. Looks like I am the first person to leave a review on iTunes Canada. La cheeserie, guys. Yes, he sent me a screenshot of that. So That's thank so you for great. that. So where are our other, what are they, Canucks? Can- Canadians, right? Canadians. Let's go. You are our official... Um, fan of the official Loyal reviewer of the Loyal right. pod from Canada. Yeah, like correspondent. Eric. I don't know. Eric, what up? Right. And I'm like, so what's going on up there? So he sent me a screenshot. I can't see it. Kristen. Yeah. Yeah. Like he sent me the picture of the review and it was really sweet, of course. Oh, yeah. And you can't but, see it. Well, because it's not I'm not on Canada oh. iTunes. But I guess I didn't even know you could give us rates and reviews up there. I, I guess. Mean, I mean, it makes sense. Great. I just never even thought about it. I honestly thought they would just all be tied into ours. Yeah, sure. Which the ones I do see. But thank you so much. Yeah, no, that's great. We appreciate them. Please rate and review the show. Yeah. Apple and iTunes, it does Wherever help. Wherever you are. It always helps us. So please, please, please. All right, Roxy. And then finally. Okay. Dear Choxy. Now, <laughs> I a thing with this. Why is it Dear Choxy? It should say Dear Roxy. Okay? Oh, okay. But this individual, as we know, always. Well, he always says Choxy. He so always, that's fine. We know. We'll get okay, into it. Okay, but this should say, Dear Roxy. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> my, oh, my, how the worm has turned. <laughs> Roxy goes into the lion's den seeking help with identity theft. Chuck was told he was going there in an effort to bring his bubbly personality and to protect poor Roxy from the criminals prowling the station. But no, Chuck was manipulated into joining Roxy on a recon mission. Roxy was concerned the jig might be up and the law was closing in on her and her many outlandish crimes. Like my pumpkin. Chuck was going to be like A, the fall guy, or B, the getaway distraction. Oh, thank thank you for being consistent there. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> How did the heat feel, Roxy, sitting in the station a few short feet from the pokey as you tell your sob story to the very officers that are staking out your every move? You can't outrun the law, Roxy. Guess not. <laughs> On an unrelated note, I changed my earlier proclamation that Chuck should become a play-by-play guy. Instead, he should become a defense lawyer. He's got it all. <laughs> Finally, what's a cat's favorite TV show? You're never going to get this. Nope. <laughs> Claw and order. <laughs> jump, jump. <laughs> Episode 178, ABTAHS. We will not do better the next time. Roxy on the lamb. <laughs> what does that mean? Is that- when you're on the lamb, you're like running from the law. Oh, running from the law. Okay. You're like the fugitive. Well, there were a couple. Yeah, I get that. Okay. Sorry. I just <laughs> There's a couple in here that I didn't, I kind of figured that's what they meant, but I wasn't sure. My oh my, how the worm has turned. I have not heard that one yeah. before. I've heard the tide has turned or I've something. I've heard the, my oh my, have the turntables. Oh, right. Cricket, okay. cricket. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a couple. I mean, like I said, I knew what it meant. Yeah, I've I heard just, how the tables have turned. I wonder if that has to do with, what's the alcohol with the worm in it? Is that tequila? Ooh, what? 
Yeah, there's a worm in the bottle. Ew. You didn't know that? Ew. Yeah, there's an actual worm. What? Some people eat it. Ew. Afterward. You didn't Ugh. know this? That's uh, I'm going to have to Google it. That is worse than Unless the Little, you want to write in real quick because I have no <laughs> idea. I, I think it's tequila. I, I don't there's know. There's a worm in the tequila. tequila I don't bottle. know. That's yeah. gross. All right. Well, now that your stomach's turned. <laughs> Thank you for the emails, Littles. We really appreciate it. As always, Roxy, we got to get out of here. Tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. Go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. Everything you need to know is over there. Don't forget to turn in your Toy Hall of Fame entries either through our website or our email address, wtfcpodnet at gmail.com. And don't forget, if you do listen to us on iTunes, as we said, please, please, please give us a nice rate and review over there. Don't forget to get your tickets. Go to werockcancer.org. For the big event, October 14th is coming up, Littles. Don't wait. And I'm not sure when this ticket offer code expires. So you better get your tickets now. Go to WeRockCancer.org. Use our code. Choxy. For 20% off the standard ticket price. Do not miss out on that. Okay? Don't forget the concert features. The only DC appearance this year of the Pat McGee Band with John Popper from Blues Traveler. So you're not going to want to miss that. Nope. All right, Roxy, and if you need a book. Go to aaronsbooks.com. And if you need self-care. Go to modernselfcare.us. And the important thing is to make sure you use our other code. LLPOD in the appropriate section. Yes, comment sections for Aaron's books or the code section for self-care. Yes. I love that I know what it is now. <laughs> I used to say self-help. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. Okay? And I know that now, which yeah. is good. I'm educating myself. <laughs> but the most important thing, Roxy, obviously, is if you are out shopping online tonight, don't forget to use the code, people! Bye! So. Just listen to your wife. It's much more enjoyable. Well, <laughs>
podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Londrigan. Oh, that Tony. No, Eric Londrigan. Oh, yeah.